Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Well, happy anniversary. Got you on my mind. Uh, It's the 15 days to stop the spread three-year anniversary. Isn't that great? (laughs) Three years ago today, 15 days to stop the spread. (laughs) 15 days for the government to go make the sex with itself. Yeah. And you can keep extending that out. We got a deal. Uh Uh, Extending out the go have sex with themselves? Oh, yeah, absolutely. March 16th, 2020. Preferably not the 15 days to flatten the curve. No, because that's what they did, uh, you know. Um, <clears throat> they had the 15 days and then extended it by 30 and then just... Yeah, they just kept going. Ugh. Just kept it rolling. Uh, Congressman Mark Green do of we wanna, you Tennessee. relive the announcement? Um, the oh. moment, the great moment that was sure. when Donald Trump told us <clears throat> what was up? Yep. Okay. Are we going to? We have a two-pillar approach. Wait, I, no, kill this. Which... Kill this. We don't want the little elf. Do we not have Donald Trump, the first mm. 50 seconds of the clip that I sent? Well, cool. Mm. Good start. No? Good start. Okay. All right, yeah, let's do the uh, immigration thing, the Border Patrol stuff. Congressman Mark Green of Tennessee uh, chairs the Homeland Security Committee in Congress, and he took the show on the road. He went down to uh, the border. Republicans and Democrats were invited, and he opened the hearing... Yesterday, like this. Clip two. Uh, Number two. This would be... uh... Now, this was supposed to be a full committee. Mm -hmm. But as you can see, the Democrats are not here. They decided to to not show. Why? Well, they said coming here was just a political stunt. You tell me. Taking a hearing to the point of the crisis for a first-hand view, are boycotting a hearing because you know we're going to shine a light on the truth. Which of those is a political stunt? I'd say the political stunt is these empty chairs. Right. (laughs) I'd say so, too. (laughs) But the Biden administration has everything under control um, by apparently subverting U.S. law, uh, I guess. This would be cut three. The interim final rule is a rule that Secretary Mayorkas is trying to change and actually remove the judiciary branch from the decision-making on asylum. Even though Congress passed the laws many, many years ago that said the judiciary is to be involved. Why would Secretary Mayorkas want to do away with the judiciary? Why would he want to subvert laws written by this body, the the Congress? It's because they want more people to come into the country. And now their solution is an app where whomever fills it out just automatically gets parole when they show up at the crossing site. That is in total contravention to what the laws passed by Congress about how people are to enter this country. I can see it now. Some drug cartel coyote. Hey, for an additional fee, we'll fill the app out for you. Mm. Mm. Okay. Uh, and here's a uh, Border Patrol Chief Raul Ortiz. Chief Ortiz, uh, does does DHS have operational control of our entire border? No, sir. <laughs> there you go. We're done. <laughs> There's your answer. No, sir. Uh, and remember, DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. By his definition, the border is. Uh, not secure. Yep. Okay. 
Uh, here's that. So by what measure is it secure now, sir? So there, there is not a common definition uh, of that. If one looks at the statutory definition, the literal interpretation of the statutory language, if mm -hmm. one person mm -hmm. successfully evades law enforcement uh, at the border, uh, then we have breached the security oh. of oh, the border. Oh, come on. So what we tried yes. to do, what's your, what our goal, what's your definition? What our goal is to achieve operational control of the border. Chief Ortiz, <laughs> uh, does, does DHS have operational control of our entire border? No, sir. <laughs> there you go. All right. See, I like this. <laughs> I like this game. I mean, Mayorka set the standard. Uh, yeah, he did. Right? Yeah. But yet, you have a, a, a famous clip of him saying how secure the border is. No, sir. But he just admitted that. Uh, no, sir. Yeah, they have no operational control. Yeah. And we all know that. Yeah, I feel bad it's, for... It's not like a surprise. Raul Ortiz has a impossible job yeah, he does. under this administration. Yeah, he really does. Because they don't want the border secure. They don't want that. They want as many illegals coming across as possible so that they can make them voters eventually. Uh, they all believe that they're going to be friendly to their agenda and... Uh, that's what they're trying to do, bring in as many voters as they possibly can. They think they're going to get them all. Yeah, the fun thing is, is when they get here, how many of them end up voting Republican? Right, that's right. <laughs> uh, as they should, Marjorie Taylor Greene uh, broke some news during the hearing. Here's what she said. Mm, well... Chief Ortiz, are you aware that there was an explosive device found by Border Patrol agents on January 17th in an area called No Man's Land? And there's surveillance of who put it there. Mm. And guess what? It wasn't Americans. It was cartels. Mm. Are you aware of that? An explosive device. <laughs> Thank you, Congresswoman, and good to see you again. I will tell you that uh, some of this information <laughs> that uh, I receive, I receive in a, a, a confidential uh, skiff, so I'm going to be a little hesitant of briefing <laughs> what I he doesn't know care. and what I don't uh, know with respect to some of those, an event like that. I understand, Chief Ortiz, but I'm not going to be confidential because I think people deserve <laughs> to know. Our Border Patrol agents should not be in those type of conditions where they are at risk of being blown to pieces mm. by the cartels, who, by the way, are criminals. And, th and they should be treated as, a, as such. As a matter of fact, I've co-sponsored legislation to declare war on the cartels because they are definitely declaring war on us, the American people and our Border Patrol agents. And I've had enough of it. And I know Americans have had enough of it. All we have to do is is label them terrorist organization, and we can go after them with our military. Why don't they do that? Well, I don't know. Do you want to be sending your yes. military into another yes. country? Yes. Okay. Well, I mean, you make the agreement with Mexico because they can't get the job done. Yeah, if they say, so cool, you say, come look on it, in. look it, we're gonna we're gonna take care of this. All right, mm -hmm. we've had enough of it. Uh, our people are dying. By the hundreds of thousands from the drug epidemic. And uh, we can't afford to have two and a half million people sneaking across our border every year. All right? So we're going to put a stop to this. And you'd have more resources at your disposal for sure. But that that's interesting. Um, Marjorie Taylor Greene Ortiz is like, oh, we can talk about that here? Okay, cool. Uh, I didn't know we were going to do that today there. But yeah. she is making it known that, that an explosive device... Was planted 
presumably to injure, kill our border patrol. Incredible. Wow. Yeah. Didn't know that. Uh, also, Ortiz talked about some of those who got away, um, which is probably fairly interesting. At 385,000 got away so far this fiscal year, we continue to refine that number. I've got to do a better job of accounting for the uh, actual encounters. Chief, Chief, I have I have limited time. I just need a number. What percentage of the 1.3 that you know got away? How much more do you think got away? You know that you don't know about. In my estimation, based upon the situational awareness that I have, probably be between 10 and 20 percent, sir. Mm. More. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, this guy, Ruiz, I mean, he was the one who we had the video uh, a while back. I don't know if we ever played it on air. Uh, I, I forget, but, I mean, he, he's been frustrated for a very long time. Uh, it's an impossible job. Uh, when he Under uh, this administration, it absolutely is. Deal with. Yep. Yeah. And with our policies, it really is. Uh, we've got to fix it. We have to absolutely fix it. And they just, they won't. They can't because the Democrats want it to remain open. The Republicans don't necessarily want to do anything about it. Republicans want the cheap labor, too, you know, <laughs> just like the Democrats do. And so uh, nothing gets done. Nothing ever gets done about it. Uh, I guess we have the uh, the Donald Trump announcement. Oh, yeah, if the, you could go back in time three years to the day, wouldn't it be neat? Wouldn't it be to 15 days to flatten the curve thing? Here he is. This afternoon, we're announcing new guidelines for every American to follow over the next 15 days as we combat the virus. Each and every one of us has a critical role to play in stopping the spread and transmission of the virus. We avoid gathering in groups of more than 10 people, avoid discretionary travel, and avoid eating and drinking at bars, restaurants, and public food courts. If everyone makes this... uh, change or these critical changes and sacrifices now we will rally together as one nation and we will defeat the virus and we're going to have a big celebration all together (laughs) with several weeks of focused action we can turn the corner and turn it quickly a lot of progress has been made no okay there you Mm -hmm. go there it was there was the high energy announcement of the 15 days to flatten the curve uh, apparently, he has widened his lead over Ron DeSantis, according to uh, Quinnipiac. He holds a 14-point lead over Ron DeSantis, who's not announced yet. So this is just the, you know, assumed, the presumptive uh, race that is coming up for 2024. But the national survey from Quinnipiac also indicates Biden holding a four-point advantage over Trump. And a razor-thin one-point edge over DeSantis in a hypothetical. Huh. Okay. Uh, Trump stands at 46% support among Republicans and GOP-leaning voters, with DeSantis at 32%. The survey indicates Trump has expanded his lead over uh, DeSantis by, by a few percentage points. In Quinnipiac's February poll... Uh, he topped he topped DeSantis forty two thirty six. So wow, yeah, that's quite a few. Uh, he's gone from six points to fourteen. I don't know how that happened. Uh, he became the first major Republican to declare his candidacy when he launched his third straight campaign for the White House in mid November, soon after the twenty twenty two midterms. DeSantis uh, 
might be the buzz in the GOP conversation. But for now, Trump is seeing no erosion and, in fact, enjoys a bump in his lead over the Republican primary, according to Quinnipiac Quinnipiac polling uh, analyst Tim Malloy. So we'll see. And then, according to Quinnipiac, Biden still leads Trump. Which is interesting. I, I I don't know how that's possible. The Make America Great Again PAC has uh, filed an ethics complaint against DeSantis, saying that his his book tour is a de facto like presidential campaign around the nation. And what? So it's like an ethics violation or something. It's uh, okay. Uh, there's something in there about um, uh, personal gain or something. I don't know. Man, he's afraid of DeSantis. It's it's really telling. And and did you see that uh, even mm. though Ron DeSantis has yet to announce, uh, Chip Roy has endorsed Ron DeSantis for president. I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, interesting. Yep. Yeah, it's interesting. And it, it does show that there's concern among the Trump campaign. He would he would slough that off and uh, I think deny that. But I think it's pretty clear that he's concerned about a DeSantis presidency. Or a DeSantis candidacy, uh, and what that will mean to him. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. One of them's got a whole bunch of baggage, and the other not as much. So we'll see. Uh, DEI is, of course, diversity, equity, and inclusion. It's the opposite of what America has always stood for. Most people want it gone. But uh, not Sheila Jackson Lee, (laughs) congressman from Houston, Texas. She's fantastic. She's great. Uh, She was saying this to Al Sharpton, I believe, yesterday. Uh, A couple days ago, yeah. Corporate America of goodwill are telling me in the United States Congress, please don't get rid of DEI. Uh, Rev, you know I come from a state that a governor announced that he wants to get rid of it. And three of our major universities, majority universities, with minorities in those universities or attending, have indicated that they'll stop looking at diversity, equity, inclusion Mm -hmm. in hiring. We're outraged about it, and the state legislature, Democrats, uh, state black legislators, Hispanic Listen legislators, are going to give them, uh, if you will, a cupful and are trying to work on legislation. This is a disease. It is dangerous, devilish, uh, and oh it gosh. steps on the very principles of the 14th Amendment of equal protection of the law and uh, the independence Declaration of Independence that speaks about equality in this nation. It is an outrage. Wow. Did she... Did you, twist American did, did values. Did you know that? Did to, you know that the Declaration of Independence was no, a DEI I, document? I did not know that. Oh I my gosh! Didn't know that. Merit wow. tossed aside. Completely. Yeah, completely. That is incredible. And that, I mean, that's that's pathetic. I mean, she's saying, effectively, we, look, we can't, we don't want, we don't want to to succeed based on merit, based on what we can accomplish as individuals. Right. You need we want there department. to be quotas. Yeah. <laughs> we we want quotas. You have to hire a certain amount of black people and uh, gays, trans, whatever else in this DEI nonsense. Wow. Why don't you let them get the job or not on their own merit? That would be, uh, of course, that's old school thinking. You don't want that. You don't want that. Uh, it's uh, it's outrageous, and she's pissed off about it. And those kind of woke DEI-type <clears throat> policies are obviously what got Signature Bank uh, mm-hmm. in trouble, mm-hmm. right? Uh, these are the, were the yep. guidelines that Obama put in place for these banks. And then I love this. They have this uh, 
This was uh, from the training that they do at Signature Bank. This next video. The diversity, equity, inclusion yeah, training. You can see why there's been problems at that bank. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Check bad. this out. It's so bad. I'm Scott Shea, chairman of Signature Bank, and it is a pleasure for me to welcome you to this multimedia, multicasted, multispatial meeting of the Pride Council. Pride Council and at the I'm bank. just thrilled that there are Pride about Council. 40 people in the room. Mm. I understand there are something like 190 people at watch parties. Mm. So hi to you all hey. at the watch parties. You know, the most common pronouns that folks are familiar with are she and he. <laughs> Becoming much more common, and I, you know, I don't know if there's anyone in the signature bank world, but probably you have clients that use they, them as pronouns. Oh, yeah, um, they're gender neutral pronouns on purpose. We talked about folks that are non-binary that intentionally don't identify as male or female. So some of those folks use they, them as their pronouns. Z is another <laughs> gender neutral pronoun. Um, and the other part of that would be here, spelled H-I-R. <laughs> what clown show are we trapped in, man? Oh, man. And then you wonder, okay, why are these banks collapsing? Because this is what they're focused on. So pathetic. Uh, this, this meme is perfect. I love this meme. It's so cool. Kind of sums everything up. We live in a world where your kid cannot pretend to be an Indian, <laughs> but a grown man can pretend to be a woman. Did I just say that yesterday? Either on this show or Glenn's. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I just, I just said that. That's funny. Huh. <laughs> uh, that's Not on this show. Interesting. That, that would have stood out. I've been like, hey, we have a meme that goes with that. Uh, no, that's uh, my word. Must have been on Glenn's show because... Um, they got you doing what, like seven shows a day now? Yes. Is that what it is? I did Glenn's and mine and uh, uh, the news and why uh -huh. yesterday as well. So, yes. so, so how many hours were you here yesterday? Uh, let's see. Got here about... 17? About 3.30 and then left about 4.30, 13 hours. Oh, okay. Just 13. Wow, just That's not 13. that bad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a 13-hour day. No big deal. Uh, meanwhile, get this. The Washington Post uses Zer. Is it Zer? Is that how they pronounced it? Who cares? Zer? I don't know. Whatever. As a pronoun in reference to a uh, fired transgender diversity officer. Yeah. I mean, look. When you've got these legacy newspapers starting to do this, yeah, it's like, yeah, the Pathetic. dam is gonna burst mm -hmm. I, if it hasn't already. If it hasn't already, amen. They fired a transgender diversity officer at the New College of Florida. Used uh, "zer" as a pronoun in reference to the fired diversity officer, Yolita Rosario Hernandez, and also noted that Rosario Hernandez uses. Jesus pronoun. Why is this in this article? I, I mean, don't know. Who cares? Readers in the comment section of the story didn't appear very receptive. <laughs> good to Z and Zer. Well, that's good. Rosaria Hernandez is firing. The paper said was part of a newly appointed conservative trustees' promise to root out diversity programming from the Sarasota school. Huh? Somebody wants to root it out of their school? Well, no wonder the. Uh, Washington Post is doing a story on oh, it. Oh, I see. And using the pronouns. The dismissal of Yolita Rosario Hernandez, who uses Z-Zerve pronouns, comes on the heels of a vote by college trustees to eliminate New College's Office of Outreach and Inclusive Excellence. The move, while not unexpected, signals a broader remaking of New College, which Governor Ron DeSantis has as identified as a staging ground 
for a larger anti-woke agenda yep. that has become a central platform for his likely presidential bid. I like it. Uh, in January, DeSantis appointed six new members of the to the college's board, including conservative activist Christopher Rufo, a vocal critic of the College of Di- College Diversity Programs. Yeah. So the Post begins the profile's third paragraph with the following sentence: Rosario Hernandez spoke with the Washington Post about Zur recently terminated. <laughs> About Zur recent termination. Oh. So you don't say Zur's? No, it's Zur recent tra- termination. So we lose apostrophes in this uh, I guess so. woke religion? Uh, yeah, account? apparently. Okay. And what it may say about the debate over college diversity efforts in Florida and across the nation. No. That's right. Zur recent termination. That doesn't even... It doesn't sound right. It isn't right. It's... Not, it's not correct. It's mad. said that, man, we don't even speak the same language anymore. Yeah, no, we really literally true. do we not <laughs> speak the same language. It's a completely different yeah. set of rules and, and words. It's so interesting when they start writing they, them, when they're talking about one person. And you're like, who, who's this group of people they're talking about? Yeah. And then you realize as you read through the article... Oh, oh, okay. This is a uh, this is they them pronoun thing. That's I see. It's just for one person. This, this might be a, a good place to play this uh, this lady talking about. Look, if you're gonna hire someone and you get a resume, remember we had the story and uh, it tried to make this big deal. Like people that use pronouns in their resumes, it's they're hired eight percent less of the time. And, yeah, and we yeah. were reading, it and we're like, well, maybe they just weren't, you know, maybe qualified. they weren't as good. Yeah, right. Who knows? Whatever the deal was, but they, mm-hmm. they really went out of their way. But I like this lady. I think uh, Kayla, this has got to be clip uh, eleven here. The hey. the lady in the car. This is good stuff right here. So if I was like hiring and I saw pronouns, here's what I'm gonna assume. I'm gonna assume you're obviously very liberal. So I'm gonna assume you're one of those people that um, is super far left. Um, hey, I'm gonna assume you're not a very hard worker. Um, <laughs> You are either a female or you're a probably not straight guy. So everything in the office is going to have to cater to you, your feelings, your needs, and your emotions. So everyone around you is not going to be able to be themselves and walk on eggshells. <laughs> Why would anyone want someone like you unless everyone's like you in a work environment? You're going to be the laziest person. You're going to be the most entitled, complain the most, and I think you're going to be the first to sue. So shocker <laughs> that pronouns weren't helping you guys. Sorry, did I, is there anything I missed there? Uh, yeah. I'd hire her. There's one thing that, that she was missing there. Uh, you're also mm. mental if you have uh, pronouns on your resume. And right. And that's going to drive up uh, healthcare costs because how much therapy are you going to need mm-hmm. if you can even come to terms with your mental illness? Mm-hmm. So, uh, but I think that describes uh, perfectly. I mean, she really extrapolated that out, and I uh, followed She did. Along that was perfectly. great. Good stuff right that there. That was great. <laughs> and so true. And mm-hmm. we all know it's true. And they know it's true. But they'll scream and yell about it, try to cancel her, try to find out who she is, and make sure she doesn't ever work again. Boy, if she's an HR director, you're right. She's, ooh, mm-hmm. that's going to be a problem. Yeah, it's going to be a big problem. But I love it. I wish more people would speak out like that. I do, too. Good stuff. And when fem- females do stand up to males, uh, here's what happens. Mm. Jeez. I, I mean, in Vermont, a high school was banned from... Future tournaments 
after they refused to play a team with a transgender player. So they didn't want to play a team that has a guy playing on a girl's team, which is reasonable. Yeah, how sad is that? These girls make the state playoffs, and then they say, you know what? We're not going to play the, the team with the men on it, with a man. Yeah. No. So so they forfeit, and they're out of the tournament. And then to add insult to injury, this happens? I can't. With feedback from membership at large, our Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion in Activities Committee oh and our Activity Standards Committee, the VPA's <laughs> Executive Council, met today <clears throat> to discuss the relevant forfeiture reads the statement. The result was a a determination that policies have been violated at the school level. Thus, there's an immediate determination of ineligibility for mid-Vermont Christian. uh, That's a Christian school, too. Oh, yeah. In VPA-sanctioned activities and tournaments going forward, meaning they can't participate in any of these tournaments going forward. Mid-Vermont Christian school forfeited out of the Vermont Division Four Girls Basketball State Tournament after refusing to play against Long Trail School February 21st in the first round. Long Trail has a transgender player on the roster, but according to Valley News, MVCS was the only opponent to have an issue with that all season. That's the problem right there, is that more schools didn't have an issue with a dude playing on a chick's team. They stood on an island alone, and they got burned. Instead of standing together with this school, these other ones turned their backs. Shame on them. Yeah. It's it's, uh, it's outrageous. In a statement, MVCS head head of school, Vicki Fogg, explained the reason for the forfeit was her school didn't think it was fair to have the girls' team play against an opponent with a biological male because it jeopardizes the fairness of the game and the safety of our players. Yep. Now, that sounds reasonable, but it, it's not in 2023, and and we all know that now. We all know that. No, you're supposed to just roll over and play dead for anybody, any male who wants to play on female teams. It's amazing I, that, that women thought that the left had their back for the last half century. And look. And now it's just like, They're nah. just stabbing them in the back now. Repeatedly stabbing them in the back. And it again, it doesn't matter if this is a locker room issue or a bathroom issue or an on-the-court thing or in the swimming pool. It doesn't, they don't care. They don't care about protecting women at all. Prisons. Uh, yeah, prisons. It just goes on and on. Yeah. It, it's... Yep. Any women who are uncomfortable with a man and his dangling unit in the locker room. Yeah, sorry. Uh, your concerns don't matter. Only his do. Only his concerns. We don't care how you feel about it. A nation doesn't survive how, doing how business could you, like this. How could you survive that? It doesn't make any sense. It is so absolutely wrong. And I, I that's really hard to get your head around. How anybody considers it okay. Wait a minute, a group of girls just have to accept the fact that there's a man in the locker room with them. That's just okay? After we've spent the last century telling little girls that, yeah, you know, no, I mean, yeah. you're, you're a strong woman. You can stand up in the face of men. Anything you're uncomfortable yeah. with, you, you tell us. And you be sure, yeah. Uh, I swear, but now, oh, no, 
Zip it. Now we you tell them, you. and you're slapped down for yeah, it. Yeah, know your place, little woman. Oh, wow. You, what kind of hater are I you? I mean, that's exactly what they're being told. Yeah. By by yeah. the powers that be in this nation, know your place. If a dude wants to come into a girl's space, a women's space, that's, that's tough. Fine. That's what they can do. Yeah. They're a man. They can do that. I swear, this world sucks. <laughs> I mean, could you have... Imagine this no. 10 years ago, 5 no. years ago. No. No. Of all There's the no absurdities, way. of all the things that we talk about in talk radio. In fact, you and I were talking This off is the, the most air. incomprehensible. We were talking off the air the other day how that, you know, you and I worked together in Houston 2001 through 2003 mm -hmm. and and the stuff that we talked about we, the stuff that's in this stack now from 20 years ago, we would have been mm -hmm. like, what are you talking? That is insanity. We'd never be talking about these kind of issues. Are you kidding me? Girls having to forfeit because of boys. Oh, my gosh. Ch dudes in chicks' locker rooms or fill in the blank. There's so much stuff here. It's it's insane, this world. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, that women's rights have been completely destroyed by this movement by this trans movement. And how do we know that these guys really feel like a woman? I don't know. I mean, it's have not... they have they eliminated their noodle yet? <laughs> no, the answer is no. In, in almost every one of these cases, yeah. the answer is no. So how do I know that you're really a woman? It's bad enough that we uh, are, as a society, embracing mental uh, illness. But look crazy. at the collateral damage of these young women along the way. Yeah. This is madness, man. Total and complete. 888-933-93. More coming up. Got some tweets here. Uh, multiple Musai tweets. Happy anniversary on of the day most Americans realized we ultimately live in a dictatorship. <laughs> and little, little kingdoms around the nation, too. Uh-huh. Kingdom of California. Sure. Uh, mm -hmm. New York, New York, Illinois, Michigan, yeah. Michigan, yeah, all over the place. McFlurry tweets, why is anyone surprised that the Democrats didn't show up at the border? They would actually have to do their job. I think we're asking too much of them. Yeah, yeah it's a good point. Our bad. Uh, the deplorable Mr. Jackwagon, is there an app to get you out of a speeding ticket? Ooh. Well, is that, that's directed toward me, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Oh, I do believe it is. Well, are you sure? I do believe it is. I've had a few of those. <laughs> Have you had 16? <laughs> yeah, I, just I since we moved that, here. Huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Dr. Mojo Martian tweets, when Mexico says, no, you're not sending your military into our country. What will you do then? <laughs> because uh, Representative MTG doesn't care what they say and wants to go in anyway. You know, I'm not sure I don't, too. I Tough. They don't care about our sovereignty. I'm sorry. I'm not that worried about yours. <laughs> I mean, they're trying to meddle in American affairs all the time. In fact, they just... What's his face? Uh, Andres Obrador just said he was going to encourage the uh, Mexicans who live here to vote for Biden in the next election. So, I don't know. I've got I, an idea. Yeah, an idea. I but, think you could work it out with Mexico. I really do. Mm -hmm. Like a partnership or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. How about we do this? We don't need to enter another country mm -hmm. if we just protect our own border. Yeah. Well, that would somebody be somebody nice. write that down. I kind of like that idea. Maybe, yeah. maybe put a wall or something up. I don't know. We just a wall. And how about the military? Let's put the military. Ah, oh, posse carpetitis, posse carpetitis. Shut up. 
It, posse comitatus precludes using the American military against us, against our own citizens. You put them at the border, that's not what you're doing. You're protecting against infiltrators from other places, including Russia and China and the Middle East. I mean, how many people are coming into this country from terrorist nations? And, well, Hundreds, if not thousands, every year. If the issue is private landowners whose property borders the border. Yeah, right? I mean, there's an issue. Then you got a Third Amendment issue there. However, I'm mm-hmm. thinking the ranchers that live down there, you get I, their permission, I'll bet, I you. bet 90-something percent would be like, absolutely. Yes. And you if guys- they absolutely insist that the military not be on their property, fine. You're just not on their property. Then that's um, a gap in the system. And right. You know what? They end up right. in your ranch. But it's better protected than it was before. Yeah. I, if I owned <clears throat> land down there, I'd be like, guys, yes. however certain, you know, how far back you need or whatever, yes. you don't cross here, mm-hmm. have at it. Right. Protect my property. Absolutely. And you're facing that way. You're facing south. You're not facing my house with your gun. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. You got that? The second I see a gun aimed toward my house. That's another out. thing you work out. You know, it's just we use common sense, which we one day, at one point in this country, we used to do. Uh, we don't anymore, but let's use a little common sense. Mrs. Boots Boots tweets, are Democrats getting a kickback from from the cartel to keep the border open? Maybe. <laughs> hey, nothing would surprise Maybe. me anymore. Uh, see Katie Hill in uh, Arizona. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Big Poppy tweets, DEI should really... Katie Hobbs. Hobbs. Sorry. Kate, yeah, who I said you Katie say? Hill. Katie. I don't know yeah, who the Katie hell... Hobbs. If there's a Katie Hill listening out there, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> indicting you Hobbs I knew who you meant though Thank you. I knew who you meant <laughs> Big Poppy tweets uh, DEI should really be said as D-I-E die because it's killing us as a nation mm-hmm. man no kidding and flood 2000 perhaps it's time to hold everyone accountable when they improperly use Mrs. Ms. and Miss mm-hmm. perhaps it is and in Minnesota, they're about to do just that. Well, not Mrs. Mr. and Ms. They don't care about that. Yeah, that's interesting. <clears throat> you remember how? You remember how like feminist women used to be upset when you would assume that they were married, yeah. or and don't don't you dare it's do Ms. Right, but don't do okay. Miss. All right, it's got to be Ms. Period. Yeah, right. Yep. And now it's dear God, who knows what it is now? Minnesota lawmakers are mulling a change to state law that would log alleged bias incidents even when they aren't considered a crime, leading one lawmaker to say the plan would create a thought crime database. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about that. Hmm? I'm sure it'll be fine. No, I'm, I'm, I'm curious <laughs> now. I'm a little concerned. You? you said a thought crime yeah, database. Yeah, database. Uh-huh. A bill pitched in January would allow people to report perceived bias-related incidents such as alleged slurs and verbal attacks that would fall outside the hate crimes compiled annually by the State Bureau of Criminal Apprehension. Uh, Each alleged incident would include information about the perceived offender and victim relevant to that bias, according to the law. (laughs) It's a very insidious and conniving way to get the camel's nose under the Mm -hmm. tent of expanding the scope of government scrutiny of speech beyond crimes and assault, Republican State Rep Walter Hudson said. Hudson said he worried that the language of the bill, which encompasses not just race but also gender identity and gender expression. So you're going to have to get their pronouns right 
<clears throat> or you're going to be put in this database and we'll look back and we'll see, oh, uh, this person has a history of not mm. saying zher or she. <laughs> we need to put them away because they're offending way too many people. It's overbroad. It could ultimately impinge upon religious liberty. He noted that he found the original draft of the bill problematic, but noted the language of the bill has been amended to include incidents that do not reach the level of crimes. Uh, it's so dangerous. So incredibly dangerous. Definitely. How could you even consider this in the United States of America? How and, could you even consider it? And, and what starts off is just this... Uh... Mm. This this database where they've logged these uh, eh, possible red flags mm-hmm. becomes a reason enough to put you behind bars. Nothing is far-fetched anymore. Well, the bill is replete with the term, get this, actual or perceived identity. So if you get somebody's <clears throat> actual or perceived identity wrong, you're going into the database. Holy crap. That's incredible. (laughs) So the intention of whoever is being accused of exhibiting bias is irrelevant. Mm -hmm. The only thing that matters is how the person reporting feels about it. That's it. Okay, that's, I mean. Minnesota. uh, It's so stupid. How do you even, that's not California. That's Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota, I think, has fallen. Yeah, yeah. It, It might be worse in California. Almost. In mm, some areas. Uh, in some things. Yeah. Wow. Um, also, we had an unfortunate incident with uh, Bethany Mandel, a conservative author. Um, <laughs> apparently, she couldn't define what uh, woke is. This is, is. bad, man. Because she, well, she wrote a book about, you know. About what's happening to America's children. Yeah, I mean. Okay. And she was asked, you know, which includes a lot of wokeism. Yeah. And she was asked to define Woke. Oh, okay. Let's and see what happens. Here she is. And Americans consider themselves very liberal, and probably fewer of them consider themselves to be woke. And so, you know, when when what, we what talk about traditional, what does that mean to you? Red- could, could, would you mind defining woke? Because it's come up a couple times, and I just want to make sure we're on the same page. <laughs> so, I mean, woke is mm-hmm. sort of the idea that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Hello. Okay, come, I, on. come on. This is going to be one of those moments that goes viral. I mean, woke is something that's very hard to define, and we've spent an entire chapter defining it. It is sort of the understanding that we need to totally reimagine and redo society in order to create hierarchies of oppression. Um, (laughs) Okay. Well, it's it's hard to explain in a fifteen second soundbite. Yeah, look, time. Take your time. You got time. Uh, no, go give me nah. a I'll give you a minute now. Nah, I bet you need to get to a commercial, go don't ahead. you? I'm feeling a commercial here. No? Oh, okay, so I need to keep talking. Oh no. Oh no. Boy, that oh, is no. uh not good. No. That, that wasn't good. No. How about how about it's a word that the left uses to hide behind? Do you like that? Yeah. Because then they can mm-hmm. they can be uh racist toward mm-hmm. uh whites. Mm-hmm. I mean sexist toward males. Mm-hmm. Um, How about it's a new way to define race, gender, uh, pronouns, the language in this country? How how about that? I mean, it just redefining pretty much everything we know in the United States of America. Redefining. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's it's a dangerous ideology that is changing our society for the worse. I I don't know. 
how how's that? That's what it means to me. What does it mean to you, Putin? That's you could have just thrown it back in her yeah. face, uh, but she didn't. And it's it's hard when you put it on the spot like that. Sometimes yeah. you know you got that glaring hot spotlight in your face, and you're you're on the hill, and uh, you weren't expecting that question. <laughs> But you wrote a book about it. You would think you could somewhat. Well, there's a chapter. We got, we got a there. chapter on on woke. I can't do it in 15 <clears throat> seconds. Just read the book. You got to buy the book, read the chapter, and then you'll be able. And to And that would have been it. okay too, really. Yeah, just say that. Yeah. <laughs> but but no, honestly, no. it's it just it's it's one <clears throat> of those words that the left likes to throw around mm-hmm. and and use to say I'm better than you. Yeah. If you're a straight white male, you cannot be woke. Oh my gosh! I mean that. That mm-hmm. this is the conversations we are having in this society. It's crazy. <laughs> the ship crazy. is so far off course. Like, oh my gosh! I, I don't yes. even. Is there land still to to turn around and get to? You know how Glenn talks about how if you're just one percent off it. course, I love it. Yeah, and eventually you'll be you know completely off course. Yeah, we're about ninety degrees off course right now. But, I mean, the good news is eventually we we're gotta, going in circles. Yeah, so eventually we'll come back around, yeah, right? Yeah, it'll be good. That'll be good. <laughs> just took a long way back. <laughs> I swear, we are done. Oh, it's crazy. Mm. It's just crazy. Uh, and, you know, you got the banking situation. You got the woke situation. You've got the divide between Republicans and Democrats. How do you ever heal this nation? Yeah, there's one way. We all turn back to God. Uh, oh. So. Oh, so it's not what the Houston Police Department is doing with their cultural assessment of the entire department policies and procedures? Uh, no, I don't think that's going to do it. What are they? So I don't know. They're going to go through. They're basically doing what the Biden culture? administration is doing hmm. with all of the different um, uh, departments, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. going through and where Biden has tasked each of them with. Uh, you know, go through with a DEI, uh, fine-tooth comb, mm-hmm. figure out ways that we can promote diversity, equity, and inclusion to the point where y- mm-hmm. you'll recall, this is my favorite. I'm telling you, Pat, I, I'm pro bono, man. I don't even have a, a law degree. I'm not allowed to practice law. But if you need help uh, fighting the IRS, I would like it. Uh, I'd like a shot there to, to say, hey, your honor, mm-hmm. the IRS has, has uh, been caught developing... This algorithm that targets mm-hmm. white, white Asians and mixed race taxpayers. Yes, and aren't they virtually admitting that? Yeah. Well, no. They, it was an investigation. <clears throat> they, it was revealed in documents that this watchdog that's group. What, found that's out. what's going on. So, yes, and and your honor, I thought we had equal protection under the law. Right. Uh, my my client Pat Gray, as you can see, is a white man in America mm-hmm. who pays his taxes. Yes. Uh, paid even more. After yes. the fact, right, and now the IRS they want their even more targeting Pastors. of him based on his race. Yep, toss it out, Your Honor. And it's a, it was amazing how yeah, uh, me too. We heard the other day when I talked about it. When I talked about the fact that I do owe, uh, at least they say I owe them more. Uh, many people texted us. Well, not texted, but they uh, tweeted. they tweeted. Mm-hmm. That they got the same love letter from the IRS that I did. And so they're going to fight it, too. And just remember, while this is going on, 
and you're being targeted for whatever reason, and we know, mm -hmm. we know, this isn't a conspiracy theory, we know that people associated with the Tea Party movement in 2009 were specifically oh, targeted yeah. by the Obama administration. Yeah. So don't it's don't put it past the IRS or the Biden administration to do this specifically when they find out you're a conservative. And 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 your 87,000 new IRS agents turn <laughs> figuratively your guns on yourself and go after your 42,000 government employees who are delinquent in their taxes, okay? Mm -hmm. 42,000 government when you when they have caught up and paid up what they owe, mm -hmm. then you start worrying about the rest of us. Yeah. Insanity. Yeah. And what what was it we heard from the Biden administration? Uh, they're going to go after the millionaires and billionaires who don't pay any taxes. <laughs> oh, uh, are they? Are they? Okay. Are you a billionaire? Not yet. No. no. Oh, no. Shoot. I'm not. Well, no. then I don't know how you so, slipped through. Cause I don't either. I thought they were just coming for you, man. Right? Or coming for them. <laughs> I Sorry. know. But no, nowhere near uh, billionaire status. So, uh, it's... It, it's agonizing. Yes. It's agonizing what's going on right now. Oh, and it's it's hard to believe that it's it's happening, but and yet it is every single day in America. The Biden administration also announced on Monday that they're moving forward with approving a massive 30-year oil drilling project in Alaska. That's over objections <laughs> from environmentalists. Because how dare you drill anywhere? Mm-hmm. The Department of Interior is expected to approve three of the five drilling sites proposed by by ConocoPhillips as part of its Willow project in the in uh, Anwar on the North Slope. Amazing. Uh, that's according to a congressional aide. Yeah. ConocoPhillips previously stated that for the project to remain economically viable, the federal government would okay. need to approve at least three of the sites, and they are apparently. There you go. But don't get don't get too excited. Don't get too excited. Yeah, because with this, there's also this. A companion piece. <laughs> Biden indefinitely blocks millions of acres <laughs> of land, water, uh, from future oil drilling. <laughs> oh. Okay. Why? You got to give his base something, right? Oh, my gosh. Unbelievable. Mm -hmm. So they also announced on Sunday night that they're indefinitely blocking 16 million acres of federal land and water in Alaska from future <laughs> fossil fuel drilling. My God. Gosh. Yeah. It's good. Okay. Uh, is there somebody at ConocoPhillips that's woke and they like, and oh. that's why they're doing that? I mean, what? I don't know. I don't know why they're doing this, but uh, they want to establish maximum protection for 13 million acres of land across uh, National Petroleum Reserve in an area of the North Slope, again, set aside by Congress for resource development. In addition... Biden ordered an additional 2.8 million acres uh, to be withdrawn from oil and gas oh, leasing. Oh, so, so we're taking away some. We're taking away 16 million. So we're blocking some, taking away some, but we're giving you some. Mm -hmm. So so now they can say, oh, I haven't stood in the way I mean, this is of drilling. Perfect, exactly. Yeah. He can this get on a debate stage and say. Yep. I oh, approve. I opened up three of the five sites yeah, what do you uh, want? for ConocoPhillips. What do you want? Mm-hmm. I don't know, more. How about all of it? But but missing from that answer on the debate stage will be all the stuff you've closed and withdrawn. For sure. Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> including the pipeline uh, yes. that we dearly needed and really would come in handy right now.
Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. With traffic and weather together every six minutes on the fives. Uh, got some tweets here. PK Reed, 6189, tweets, I recognize freak as a pronoun. Okay. Oh, yeah, I'm there with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trucker Dude 89, this is how they implement population control without calling it population control. The more kids that get mutilated, the less that we'll be able to procreate. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kara 3022, notice at school board and city council meetings when the board members are confronted by the public, they never answer any questions. They ignore them, tell them they're out of line, or walk out. Time to demand answers. From Bob Labla, if identity fluidity becomes commonplace, then driver's licenses and passports become useless. <laughs> hey, mm. that's how you get out of these speeding tickets, Pat. Right? You're like, uh, officer, um, hmm. you can call me, uh, oh, freak. You can call me freak. Mm-hmm. That's well, my I need, pronoun. I need your driver's license. Yeah, but it's not updated. <laughs> so, I don't know. It's worth a shot, right? Yeah, I guess so. Maybe not in Texas. But. Uh, DMX DM tweets, there's a precedent for military protection inside our borders. The U.S. Army protected Yellowstone National Park for 30 years. Yeah, they protected the border, too, back in the 50s. And I think that ended when a Marine shot one of the illegals crossing the border, and then it was over. Um, oh, right? Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. When was that? Uh, 58, 59-ish. Uh-oh. It's under Eisenhower. Um, and so that's when they pulled him off the border. If I, if I remember that story correctly, I think that's what happened. Um, but, you know, give us another chance. Let's see what happens. <laughs> Hobo Ghost of Lost America tweets. Minnesota uh, government just via executive order affirmed and protected gender-affirming treatments for minors. Minnesota is falling. Oh, gosh. Microaggressor. uh, Reminder, Minnesota has been gone for a long time. They were the only state not to sell out for the Beatles and (laughs) only state not to elect Reagan. What? The only state not to sell out for the Beatles? Wow. I didn't know that. Oh, man. Hmm. Okay. That's an interesting fun fact there. It is interesting. Jeez. So they went to, what, probably Minneapolis, St. Paul somewhere, and didn't sell out? Interesting. Uh, Carol Marks tweets, Pat Unleashed, taking no prisoners this morning. The Bethany segment. Ouch. That was (laughs) brutal. Not good. Brutal. Really sad. That's why, as a conservative, it's so much more important to be prepared than it is for liberals you have to be you have to because your feet are going to be held to the fire whereas if you're a liberal if you're on the left nobody's going to hold your feet to the fire you don't have to worry about it absolutely so um the minnesota concert august 21st 1965 for the beatles the okay. only one on the tour not sold out i love interesting that. in minneapolis ha huh. That's amazing. That wow. is a great fact. That Who, is. Whoever shared that. Well, that awesome fact. Yeah, thank, thank you. I love stuff like that. I do, too. That is. Uh, I, I, too. I can see Cliff Clavin walk into a little bar there and cheers. Hey, you know, there, Normie. Uh, the first, uh, the I, only concert uh, that the Beatles didn't sell out was in Minnesota. Yeah. It's, oh, yeah. That's a fun fact right there. It's great. <laughs> By the way, speaking of uh, Beatles and music, uh, we've got the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame guy mm. on with us tomorrow at 730. So that should be fun. Speaking of uh, holding people's feet to the fire, we're going to ask uh, some hard questions. Now, he'll say, I don't have anything to do with that. Of course. But 
We're going to do it anyway. We're going to we're going to ask them anyway and see if we can get any answers mm-hmm. on how it is. How is it possible <laughs> that Foreigner has not only not ever been nominated for the Rock Hall of Fame. They've never even been discussed. They've never even been talked about at the Rock Hall of Fame. That's what we were told by one of the officials uh, last year sometime, I think. We had the story where they've never even discussed them. Oh, yeah, there was a clip Remember or that? something. Yeah. Now, um, you think it would be less obvious, right? Like if you were mm-hmm. banning someone, you know, without without them wanting to know, you don't want people to figure it out. Yeah. At least you'd have them up for the nomination, right? I, I guess. I don't know. It's so obvious. I don't know. Yeah, it is obvious. And, I mean, there's a bunch of bands like that. I, Foreigner, Sticks. Keith will mention Tommy James and the Shondells. And why not? I mean, why why wouldn't you nominate Tommy James and the Shondells? Why wouldn't you put them in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Uh, you're putting Dolly Parton in, as they did last year. Uh, but but not any of those bands, any any of those artists. Mm-hmm. It's unconscionable. Yeah. It's and this year Willie Nelson is nominated. <laughs> That's another thing I want to talk to the guy about. Okay, there's a country western hall of fame. <laughs> They're in it already. Oh you oh hold on. Hold Leave on. them there. Bro, that country western hall of fame needs to put foreigner in there. To make a point. I love that. To make a point. That's a great idea. All right, since you guys suck at doing your job at the Rock Hall of Fame. Yeah, we're going to put Foreigner in the Country Western Hall of Fame. That needs to That would never happen. You would end the Rap Hall of Fame. You know there is one. Mm -hmm. The Motown Hall of Fame. You would never put Foreigner or Dolly Parton in one of those. It's too pure. They would never do that. But for some reason... The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame has to pollute itself with all these non-rock acts. Why? How? It's going to be a fun conversation. 24 hours and 30 minutes from now. <sighs> Can't wait. Can't wait. Uh, just to wrap up what we were talking about with Joe Biden, um, you know, the Willow Project. It, it, it's kind of amazing. That, yeah, it's surprising that he allowed Phillips to drill in three out of the five places. Um, But here's a reminder of what Biden is really doing and what he said about destroying American energy independence when he was running for president back in 2020. No more drilling on federal lands. No more drilling, including offshore. No ability for the oil industry to continue to drill, period. Would there be any place for fossil fuels, including coal and fracking, in a Biden administration? No. We would would work it out. We would make sure it's eliminated. I guarantee you we're going to end fossil fuel. What about, say, stopping fracking and stopping pipeline infrastructure? There's no question I'm in favor of banning fracking. No more. No new fracking. We are going to get rid of fossil fuels. Have a transition from the oil industry, yes. No more fracking. Fracking saved us. It absolutely saved us during tough economic times. After 2008, 2009, up to 2012 and 13, fracking saved America. It made us energy independent. Yep. I mean... Being able to uh, extract oil from shale uh, and and horizontal fracking that we couldn't really do before without spending way too much money uh, is 
is what propelled America to energy independence. So now his base, radical environmentalists can say, you went back on your word. I mean, you just we just played the clip. No new drilling. Yeah. No drilling yeah. on federal lands. <coughs> that provides an opening for someone on his left flank. Well, I don't think you can, actually, when you're a Marxist. But anyhow, um, uh, I don't think he's going to run. I, I, I just I, I don't think he's going to run. Really? I think this is a signal that, whatever. I, I, I don't know. Why, why would you do that when, when you're trying to... Maybe just so that you can say... Oh, I told you. Yeah. I, I told you that. Yeah. I, I'm not getting in the way of this drilling. Yeah, that's what I, I said. Yeah. I, last hour I said, oh, now he has a talking point on the stage where you can yeah. say, yeah, I totally, uh, yep. I allowed it back off. But now I just, I wonder if this is. It's like when Obama used to every once in a while, like once every six months, he'd throw some bone to capitalism. Like, oh, of course I love capitalism. Do you? Yeah, I said it once. Remember? Here, here, here it is. Yeah. Here it is. Yeah. Here's what I said. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm telling you, Pat, like in the first month of his presidency, he mentioned one founding father and never again. Obama or Biden? Obama. Yeah. And it was uh, yeah. Alexander was it, Hamilton. I knew it was going to be and, Hamilton. And you're like, bro, really? You're going to do that one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it and, was something about banking. I forgot what it was, but it, uh, it was it probably was a central sucked. bank. Yeah, it sucked. Yeah. It, yeah. But, but now he can say, what do you mean? I've talked about the founders before. Love the founders. Mm-hmm. Talked about Alexander Hamilton. Mm-hmm. And then just wait for you to call Alexander Hamilton like a progressive. Just <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Then they got you. Yep. Uh, the other day, Joe Biden gave a speech trying to comfort Americans <laughs> uh, that our money is safe. Yeah, hey, it's, it's safe in the banks. Remember that? Well, on Twitter, Brick Suit... Posted Joe's entrance and departure With, without any sound. This makes it so much worse. Look at Check this. Check this out. <laughs> Joe oh. Biden without sound. What do you see? <laughs> okay. Okay. okay so I that, love that. That's the start. Now, here's the Bye. end. <laughs> I mean, he is just so bad. <gasps> so, what did you see, Pat? What did you see? I saw an old man hustle over to the podium. You saw Watch this. this. Yeah, he likes to do this because it it gives the illusion that he's really racing over there. Look at <laughs> look how spry I am. I moved my arms really fast. Uh-huh. I see a feeble old man who needs to be totally feeble, and he barely bed. barely got to the door and got out. Yeah, it's terrible. Uh, um, uh, what am I doing here? Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Whew. Yesterday during a speech, here's what Joe said about Republicans and Social Security. I love this. This is great stuff. I value everyone having a decent shot. My Republican colleagues now in the House of Representatives, it's fair to say, not every one of them, most of them, most yeah. of them, are now at a point where they have a very different value set. <laughs> Do they? We're strengthening Medicare and Social Security instead of threatening to eliminate them. And the minor Republicans are in Congress want, are threatening to do. Nobody... Nobody is threatening to eliminate Social Security and Medicare. No one in the Republican Party. No, and the closest you can get to that is they want to analyze every federal program every five years. Yeah. Okay, and then we'll renew it. If it's working, if not, we'll have to fix it. It's not eliminating it by any stretch. No definition is eliminating it. It's such a lie. It's just a flat-out lie. By uh, in whatever way you spin it, 
He's lying about it. Who was the but the proposal was from Rick Scott? Yeah, right to just review everything every five years, and if the federal program doesn't work, you get rid of it. But nobody's going to say, you know what, Social Security and Medicare, they're not working, so get rid of it. Nobody's going to say that. But even Biden was on the impossible. side of this. What was he? Oh gosh, you know when when you've been in Congress for half a century. You've been on every side of every issue. He actually was on the side of eliminating, uh, oh boy, I'm not going to find it here on the fly. But he's been on that side of that issue too. Eliminating Social Security? Yeah, I got to find it. Yeah, Mm. but let's see. Okay, Biden has advocated uh, cutting Social Security for 40 years. This is from The Intercept. My gosh. Uh, Let's see here. (laughs) I tried with Senator Graff. There's a quote. I tried with Senator Grassley back in the 1980s to freeze all government spending, including Social Security, including everything, end quote. Biden said that in 1995. And this is a very, very long article. Oh, here's a clip of him saying when I argued. uh, Okay, when I argued that we should freeze federal spending, I meant Social Security as well. Oh, my God. I went Medicare and Medicaid. Uh, I meant Medicare and Medicaid. I meant veterans benefits. I meant every single solitary thing in the government. Like, he is, this is exactly what's being proposed now that he's saying, that's a different breed of cat over there, these MAGA Republicans. Shut up! Wow. Yeah, they're the same breed of cat you were in 1995. Huh. <sighs> Interesting. He also, uh, he put out an oldie but a goodie yesterday, too. Uh, uh, I think uh, you'll uh, recognize uh, this. Uh, 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 uh decisions but because of other decisions made yeah. oh wow i didn't see you all up there oh, here we go oh, boy here we go don't jump wait for it <laughs> wait for it holy mackerel don't jump don't jump so stupid i don't understand that i just don't you don't think that's fresh <laughs> i that guy don't is. I don't think it's fresh. When's the last time he's pulled out a don't jump reference? Oh, man. It's been a couple weeks, really. At least. I think. Yeah. Oh, wow. Don't jump. Anytime anybody's sitting above him, that's what he pulls out. I don't get it. He's never once gotten a laugh from it. Mm -hmm. What are you doing? Uh, I don't know. His. (laughs) It's funny. Uh, I think we got President Dory. I think that's what we've got happening here. I don't think he knows that he has told the don't jump line, (laughs) use that one, or told the Kevlar vest story, Mm -hmm. or the... A million times. You know, uh, uh, talked about Ange, or or any of the things that he... I think we have President Dory, Mm. the the fish from uh, Finding Nemo, who can't remember for five minutes what just happened. And I think he thinks this is the first time he's ever used this line. (laughs) Lord, help us, man. For years, you've heard me talk about iTarget Pro. And if you have one, uh, I'm about to take you to the next level. If not, this new product is something you need to get. Have you ever seen competitive shooters practice timing drills on the range? Imagine being able to do that at home anytime you want. Never spend a dime on ammo. That's what the all-new iTarget Cube does. The iTarget Cube, fully compatible with your existing laser bullets, You can buy one, or you can upgrade to a three-pack for a really unique training experience. Complete with friends. You can compete with friends. You can uh, practice clearing drills or use random mode to test your ability to react all while the system times every shot you take. Really fun. 
right now, you can save 10% too. Plus, get free shipping with the offer code PAT when you go to itargetpro.com. iTarget Pro comes in most calibers from 9mm to 223, so you can train with pretty much anything, including your AR-15. This is the easiest, most cost-effective way to train. It's safe. It pays for itself in a single day. You don't have to go to the range. You don't have to look for ammo. And if you can even find it, then spend outrageous prices on it. Take care of it all right in the comfort and privacy of your own home. That's the letter I, then TargetPro.com. ITargetPro.com. Offer code PAT. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Welcome. Great to have you with us. Thanks for being here. 888-900-3393. Got some tweets here. Carolina Bulldog tweets. Woke, the latest iteration of a demonic agenda of racial, moral, gender, and epistemological (laughs) deconstruction nihilism with the same intent as all its previous iterations. Okay, show off. Do I have to memorize that? The eradication of Western civilization. Yeah, okay. Oh, can I just mm-hmm. do that one? Yeah, you can I can, do that I can one. remember that one. The yeah. eradication of Western civilization, and then they'll come back. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you like colonialism? Oh, shut up. Uh, brother. <laughs> yes, but only neo-colonialism. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> uh, Pat had T tweets, they're allowing the drilling because it was approved many years ago and knew he was going to lose in federal court trying to stop it. Aha! <sighs> there you go. Aha! <laughs> That's why he can deny the newer requests. Okay. Mm-hmm. Higgledy piggledy cougar fan. We're living in a hunger game world. The government wants to control our lives from what we eat and what we drive. Not to forget the January 6th prisoners. Oh, gosh. Right. They said they're going to prosecute another 700 to 1,200 more. Mm-mm. In addition to what they've already prosecuted, seven to 1,200 more. Any of them <sighs> named uh, Raymond Epps? No. No. For whatever reason, no Raymond, no Raymond Epps. I don't know why. I don't know what's going on there. Federal worker, federal employee, FBI agent. Who knows? Ah, uh, just a guy. Yeah, some guy. Yeah, right. Just wants to. Just see. a MAGA, ultra MAGA guy. It's, it's trying to get the crowd to go into the Capitol. I mean, if you get arrested, if you're put in prison for parading and milling, mm-hmm. this mm. guy's not in prison for. Uh, instigating a riot? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Stop. Don Walker tweets, the federal government needs to divest itself of 98% of all federal lands. Yeah. No, no kidding. Mm-hmm. They own most of our land. Uh, it's just, it's outrageous. Taking it from the states. Wait a minute. I just thought of something. If we do have a national divorce and the good side gets mm-hmm. these federal lands on their side, right? Mm-hmm. Then the people, the good people that left blue states, Right. They come over here that now they've lost their property. We'll just give them this uh, federal land to make up for it. You like that? Oh, okay. Because it's more beautiful, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, I'm sure, than, than I'm sure. when you're leaving in the whole of the Northeast. Right. Ugh. Yeah, they've taken all the desirable land. Uh, Tamara B., if you're against fossil fuel, go home. Stop <laughs> using electricity. Stop heating and cooling your home. Stop driving and flying. <laughs> it's true. Uh, Jeffy's bionic man unit. Uh, there is a Republican <laughs> proposal out there to move the SS age back to 70, Social Security age, mm-hmm. back to 70, 
to help the insolvency issue. Hmm. Not eliminate, but push back. Yeah. What, what is our lifespan now? I mean, it's I mean, it's obviously increased since they set this age. Which is why we're one of the reasons why we're having such a problem with it uh-huh. because people were supposed to die at you know sixty when this started. Oh wait, hold on. We've got that vaccine thing, so it's probably pulling it back now. Yeah, it might be. So well, it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, we know that uh, the age, the uh, average age, I think, declined last year and the huh. year before. So, huh. Jay Gags tweets: Even the military has a fraud and and a fraud, waste, and abuse policy or program. Why shouldn't we evaluate our government programs every few years? Yeah, because they don't want to. Are you saying our military should to. have gold toilets, gold toilet seats? Or oh, whatever? I'm not saying that. No. Okay, then just make no. sure. You know what they're paying six hundred dollars for the toilet seats? Those are super valuable. Super. super are they comfortable? No, oh, I'm sure they are. Yeah. Oh. Wouldn't you like to sit on a gold toilet seat? Yes. Uh, here's Kamala Harris's husband. <laughs> you know the second gentleman. What's his name? Doug something. Yeah, Doug. Uh, See, nobody oh, knows. Man. It's not important enough. Emhoff. Emhoff. Uh, he's uh, assessing the uh, Biden administration thus far. Oh, good. I like this. Here he is. We are, I would say, doing great as an administration. We've had uh, two years where, again, think about where we were two plus yeah, years ago when I, we got in the office. So to be a part of that team. Mm-hmm. Think of where we were, man. I am thinking of that. Yeah. yeah. What are you thinking about? Yeah. How good it was, how good it was? and how absolutely incredible. No, it started Perfect. with an S and ended with itty. Oh, uh, mine started with S and ended with show. Oh, really? Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. By the way, 16% of Americans agree with Doug that it's better now than it was two years ago. 16? A Six. whopping 16%? How about that? <laughs> Second gentleman, Doug Emhoff, also told South by Southwest uh, conference goers yesterday. Well, yes, yesterday. Uh, what he believes the hate that fueled the Holocaust. Get this. Okay, he believes that the hate that fueled the Holocaust is also found at the school board meetings oh. where parents are confronting leftist administrators. Oh, you. I, I, why? <laughs> oh, how do these people get away with this stuff? I mean, you used to just be denigrated, dragged through the mud, raked over the coals if you said anything like this and you compared, you know, anything reasonable in America or even unreasonable to what went on with the Nazis. Mm -hmm. Uh, That used to be completely verboten. But now if you're a Democrat, you can say it whenever you want and everything's fine. Yeah, remember yesterday we had the uh, drag queen on MSNBC Saying that, man, this is like uh, Hitler's Germany. Uh, the fact that states like Florida want to keep kids from being mutilated to change their sex, you know, as a kid. I mean, this is like this is like Nazi Germany. How dare you stand up for kids and and, and keep them from getting cut? Jeez, man. For their gen. I, I... Wow. Mm. I mean, the extremism and the just out of control lunacy of this guy. No wonder we rarely hear from him. I mean, (laughs) man, they want to keep him bottled up. Wow. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Welcome. 888-900-3393. 
3393. Yesterday, we showed you some footage from January 6th that showed the Q shaman, the QAnon shaman guy, Jacob Chansley, telling people to leave the Capitol and go home. Mm -hmm. He was trying to tell them, okay, President Trump said we should leave. Let's leave. Well, Speaker McCarthy is uh, making the rounds, discussing those 40,000 hours of January 6th tapes that uh, he released to Tucker Carlson and uh, some of the things that are on those tapes. And he's he's standing firm on this. This is great stuff. Check this out. Congressman, real quick, there's also a question of honesty. You gave the tapes of January 6th to Tucker Carlson. Do you have any regrets about that? What have we learned from these tapes that have been on Tucker Carlson tonight? Well, I didn't give the tapes. I allowed him to come see him, just like an exclusive with anybody else. My goal here is transparency, and we will slowly roll out to every individual uh, news agency. They can come see the tapes as well. The first thing I found is that the January 6th committee was not honest with us, that it's not 14,000 hours of tapes. There's 41,000 hours of tapes. Let everyone see them to bring their own judgment. The one thing I understand in America, we should have equal justice. What really raises the point with me is why did I watch federal courts? Why did I watch cities burn, federal agencies or something? And nobody arrested there. I think we should have equal justice across this country and we should have transparency. And it's really concerning to me since we've taken the majority, the things I have learned that government has done, that it withheld information from the American people, that will not happen on our watch. Regardless of what the information says or doesn't say, I think transparency is best and allow the American public to see it all. And we need to have equal justice across this nation. Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. How dare you? Equal justice. <laughs> what are you, a Nazi? <laughs> That's what they'll ask him. Yeah. Yeah. And they'll bring Nazism into it somehow. <laughs> uh, but they're allowed to. Yes, they can. So that's okay. They can. Uh, we can't. Sure. We can't do it. But they certainly, the left can, certainly can. Uh, on Tuesday, uh, we had Chuck Todd, who was upset because Ron DeSantis was, he wanted to teach students in Florida in the Florida schools about the evils of communism. And Chuck Todd was like, well, why are you doing that? Well, who's teaching capitalism in schools? Why Why would you do that? It's called history. <laughs> we learn it in history. Uh, here's the kind of teacher that uh, so many kids are exposed to yeah, a in the classroom. Example. Prime example of Here why you go, Chuck. people like DeSantis lead in this area. Yeah, uh, this is, I mean, absolutely incredible. Self-described communist teacher from Maryland bragged on social media about indoctrinating her students with Marxist literature and called for a fight against capitalism. Rebecca Rothstein, a teacher at North Bethesda Middle School in the Montgomery County School District, Posted multiple controversial videos to her TikTok account, which since has been deactivated. Rothstein, who stated that she is as proud as F to be liberal, uh, insisted that her educators should not prioritize teaching students math and science, but instead, <laughs> instead provide lessons on anti-racism and 
how to be kind. Because as you know, there's no examples of kindness that are more glaring than communists. Am I right? <laughs> communists are the very personification of kindness. Preach. Preach. Uh, Joseph Stalin. Yes. Uh, Vladimir Lenin. Mm-hmm. Chairman Mao. Yes. Pol Pot. Uh-huh. Fidel Castro. Mm-hmm. Kind? <laughs> oh, you bet. You bet. Kind, loving, caring, giving. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ask their people about it. Mm-hmm. All right? Oh, Che. Yeah, Che. Let's not forget Che Guevara. A loving, out. wonderful, kind communist. <laughs> I haven't figured out exactly what to do with this shirt. <clears throat> set I, it on fire? Well, set it on fire. I want to deface it, mm-hmm. but I, I don't know that, that just a, a simple line through is, is going to be effective enough. I don't know. But, no. Uh, something needs to happen with this shirt. Any yeah. ideas? Uh, tweet at me. Okay. <laughs> She says, as a teacher, I wish we could do more with our students, like teach anti-racism and how to be kind to people. Does anyone else feel like we can skip the math, skip the science, like we'll do that next year? Because our, our kids are so proficient at it as it is. Yeah. We, we ha- we, we're yeah. so far out ahead of this mm-hmm. that, that we could take a few years off of studying. Math. No, if it's me, and I, you know, my kids are in this school, and there's a kind communist teacher. The one thing I want her teaching is kindness. Yeah. I really do. There you go. I, there you that's go. what I want. How about that Baltimore school district uh, had multiple schools with no kids at uh, grade level math? Man, remember that? Man. I, I do remember uh, that. It sounds like they've taken some time off to uh, to be taught by this chick. And, you know, I lived in Baltimore for a couple of years, and that's where my oldest son started school. Mm. Well, he started school in Salt Lake City area, but uh, con- was continuing like first or I can't remember if he was in first or second grade. A Baltimore when we moved City there. school? Yeah. Oh, well, wow. no, it was it was suburban. Okay, okay but still. But still bad. Yeah. I yeah. mean, still bad in the suburbs. I mean, yeah. And it was atrocious, which is why we brought him home and started homeschooling. We talked about yesterday. Oh, is that when it started? Yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah. We talked about yesterday, like the cities, the large cities of America. I mean, <clears throat> just you feel like you can just write them off at this point. Oh, yeah. They're not coming back. Right. They're not coming back. Because uh, they keep doing the same thing. They keep yeah. electing Democrats to run these cities. Yep, yep. And And we played the video from Philadelphia showing just like... Effectively, zombie humans walking around. God, that was incredible. And, and, and remember, it even didn't have the the one clip I was telling you about in broad daylight of the chick having her purse stolen. The guy just happened to randomly catch on his camera. But somebody from that area uh, sent us a note that said, yeah, that, that video is several years old. Uh, it's actually much worse now than, than that video shows. My God. Which, if you missed it, go back and watch oh, yesterday. It's really, it's, 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 it's stunning. It's one of the worst I've seen. And we've seen... Some pretty bad footage of of American cities lately. Portland, Seattle, Los Angeles, San Francisco. But this one from Philadelphia might have been worse. And is there uh, an American city of any size that doesn't have its own little tent city within it? I don't think so anymore, no. Seriously? I don't think so. Oh. Yeah, it's really bad. It's really bad. In another social media post, though, this uh, teacher, Rothstein... (laughs) Rebecca Rothstein said F capitalism and bragged about providing her students with Marxist literature. Oh, good, good. Can you imagine if your kids are in this school? Oh. I mean, this 
this this teacher is apparently still working there. Right. How is that possible? And then if you decide to go to the school board meeting to complain about this, chick, well, then you're what? akin to the Holocaust. I see. You know what I mean? I see. Well, same who? hatred. It's the same exact hatred. Yeah, same thing, right? <laughs> it's okay. the same thing. Yeah, it's the same thing. Tired after a long day of indoctrinating students, she she stated. Well, then, you know what? Take a rest, like a permanent long rest, and don't do it anymore. <laughs> uh, Rothstein told her more than 13,000 TikTok followers that she had to unbrainwash herself to fall in love with socialism and communism. Jeez. Yeah, she's not re-brainwashing herself with that. That's, of course, uh, just powerful, powerful information that she's filling her head with. If everyone had the same amount of money, then money wouldn't be worth anything. Yeah, it works so well. Look how well it works. <laughs> look how well it worked in the Soviet Union, for instance. Look how well it works in China, for instance. They had to go to a con- uh, a hybrid of communism slash capitalism in order to get 400 million of their own people out of poverty. And that was because of capitalism. That they did a certain amount of it. Up until that point, just about everybody in China was destitute. <laughs> but now they added some capitalism in and into the mix, and they were able to uh, to help their people. What was their stupid quote there? If everyone had the same amount of money... Then money wouldn't be worth anything. Isn't that beautiful? What a beautiful But thought. kids, take, a, take some time off of math and go to this class. Instead. Yeah. I swear, this lady... Oh, my gosh. Still working. Mm-hmm. Wow. There are so many A-holes in my comments <laughs> saying, what about all the burning buildings and the looting and the rioting? Why do you care more about buildings than human lives? Mm. Well, here's something to consider, Putin. Um, there are people in the buildings. You moron. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> It's like you're stomping around being like, all buildings matter. No, no, they don't. Hmm. Yeah, because nobody's in a building, right? I mean, you wouldn't find a person in a building. Just burn it down. Everything will be fine. All right, that needs to be a shirt right How there. All buildings I mean. matter. Yes, all buildings matter. And then you can show the matter. clip from MSNBC in the background Mostly with the reporter, peaceful. you know, standing mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you don't understand where the rage is coming from, why there is so much rage of burning buildings, <laughs> that's the exact problem she said. <laughs> okay. All right. So it's okay with them. It's okay to burn down buildings if you're angry. Okay. All right. I got it. Yep. I got it. You know. <laughs> How do you run a society like that? It's okay to burn down buildings if you're pissed. I mean... <laughs> I'm pissed every day. <laughs> and never once have I set fire to a building or anything else. Except in my fireplace where it's contained. Okay. Aww. And it's just gas. So it's really not spreading anywhere. <laughs> okay. Noted. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> uh, all right. I got to tell you about Patriot Mobile because, man, are they doing a great job. They, they're, they're, if you're done supporting companies that rake in hundreds of millions, sometimes billions of dollars, trashing our country you know the country that made their success possible well you have an alternative now and it's patriot mobile patriot mobile is america's only christian conservative wireless provider they offer dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks 
so you can still belong to the three major networks. Just get it through Patriot Mobile. This is the perfect way to go. If you've been waiting and thinking, ah, it's not convenient, I like the service I have, and yeah, I don't want to support them, here is your chance. You can switch to a different network, too, for free without changing uh, carriers. They can't make this any easier for you. All this, plus the knowledge that you're supporting free speech, sanctity of life, the Second Amendment, our military and first responders, plus they have 100% U.S.-based customer service, and they really make it easy for you to switch. Go to patriotmobile.com slash pat. Call them if you want at 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation today when you use the offer code PAT. That's patriotmobile.com slash pat or 878-PATRIOT. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. So teaching communism is not the only thing being forced on your kids in school. The obsession so many adults have with the sex sexualization, that's continuing as well. The sexualization of our children continues. Uh, listen to this. I mean, if it's not if it's not the drag queen thing, it's some other weird uh, spooky innovation by some teacher that thinks hey you know what i'm gonna do hmm. i'm gonna i'm gonna teach him about uh well here l- listen to this for well, instance yeah i mean they're gonna destroy your kids one way or another here's an assignment for children in a eugene oregon school i think i do think this was high school okay so they're ready for it you know what i mean you <laughs> want your high school stu- you want your high school student being taught this right okay okay uh for those students who are absent you will write a short story of a, parag- of a paragraph or two, this story is a sexual fantasy that will have <sighs> that will have no penetration of any kind or oral sex. No way of passing an STI, sexually uh, transmitted igloo injury. I don't STI. I'll, I'll look it up. Huh? Sexually transmitted. Uh, I don't know. You got any guesses? Anybody in the other room? Infection. Oh, Sexually yes, transmitted infection. It. Ta-da! <laughs> Woo! You graduate this crazy-ass <laughs> class. Congrats. Okay. Uh, you'll choose three items. Romantic music, candles, massage oil, a feather, a feather boa, flavored syrup, etc. to use in your own story. Your story should show that you can show and receive loving physical affection without having sex. This is... Is that okay? This is... I mean, maybe that's okay with some people. That's uh, not okay with me. Can you I, imagine a Norman Rockwell painting with that? You know, the teacher standing <laughs> up there with this on the blackboard? Yeah. Yeah, use a feather, a feather boa, uh-huh. whatever. French tickler, you know. <laughs> no, that wasn't one of the options. Don't don't oh, change God, it. I'm sorry. Don't change That's this story crazy. to suit your right wing insanities. <laughs> the assignment was clearly feather, right? Okay. Feather boa, which I figure you just take the one, right? You don't you don't get both. Come on. No, I don't think you get. And both. then was a massage. Oil? So you got you got romantic music. Okay, that's fine. Okay. Candles, oh. massage oil. All right. Feather, feather boa, or flavored syrup. Oh, yeah, flavored don't, syrup. Don't bring uh, French, French ticklers. ticklers Come on now. This. That's nonsense because uh, that would just be crazy. Right, and there's a there's a stipulation in there that, that uh-huh. you know, 
that we need to uh, mention. So um, I, I, I cannot believe that the uh, this is where we're at. Mm-hmm. These people are freaks and mm-hmm. not in a good way. Yeah. They're around your kids. Yeah. They're... Your kids, if they are enrolled in a public school and many times a private school, are are just sitting ducks yeah. for these predators. You know, here's a time when, I mean, could you be, I don't know, studying the U.S. Constitution at this critical time in our history where nobody knows it? None of the young people do. Nobody under 30 knows or understands the Constitution, what it stands for, where it came from, why they put the things in it that they put in there. Uh, what our founding founding fathers intended, they don't understand that. They don't read the Federalist Papers, which explain all of that. They don't read the Constitution, which shows you what's there. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know it, you will not be able to defend and protect it. Study the Constitution! Yeah. No, go back to math and science. I don't want you teaching them communism in class. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you, a, a very... Underrated God, book dang it. that that puts into context all of the debates, all of the things that the founders were saying at the time mm-hmm. of the writing. Um, it's the Founding Fathers' Guide to the Constitution by Brian McClanahan. I'll, I'll tweet this out. It's that such a good. good book because it takes you into the debates. It says okay. this is why they wrote it like this. This is this is what they meant because here are their words during yeah. the debates and stuff. It's it's fascinating. It's such a great read. Well, you can also get that from the Federalist Papers, mm-hmm. but it's a little more complicated there. Is do is yeah. this an explanation of the Federalist Papers essentially? Uh I can't remember the Federalist Papers are really in there. I mean, it's it's just kind of the debate in the Congress. I think they do reference back mm-hmm. to as so and so argued in Federalist right. Paper 17, blah, blah. um but uh the other thing about this uh, assignment, the sex assignment in the school, so very few good things came from COVID. But the fact that parents could now see in their own homes the indoctrination, yeah. the perversion of their children right before their eyes. This this yeah. this screenshot here is from a makeup assignment, right? Mm-hmm. So if as much as school systems now depend on computers as opposed to textbooks, mm-hmm. you have to put this stuff where... It's. I mean, you can you can show this, you know, to the world. Like, look at what this because if this wasn't posted, mm-hmm. it sounds like this was done in a classroom on the down low. Oh yeah. You know, like don't tell your parents essentially. And oh crap. Okay. Well, if you guys were absent that day, let me tell you what you missed out on in class. Now there's a written record of this stuff. Right. Otherwise, you wouldn't find out. Yeah. Of what these kids are are, are being manipulated into. And it's not happening in all public schools or private schools, I'm sure, but it you need to find out if it's happening in yours. You need to find that out. You, you need to know what your kids are being exposed to every single day. We, we've got to be involved in their educational process because the progressives certainly are. They've taken over the school system. They have effectively infiltrated every aspect of society especially education, but education, entertainment, journalism, you name it, and they've taken it over. Yeah. And so your kids, if you can't homeschool them, which I highly recommend you do, find a way. Find a way. Yeah. I know it's hard, and it's. I guess it's not for everybody. I think it could be, but a lot of people think they can't do it. 
and it's too much, and it's just overwhelming to him. It was to my wife at first, and then... You figure it out. And then she figured it out. You figure it out. Every kid she, is She different. became obsessed with it. That's the cool thing about yeah. every kid has their own way of learning, and you get to tailor to that kid's needs. And by the way, if you're a young parent and you think this doesn't affect you, mm-hmm. maybe you're pregnant right now or you have an uh, infant or a toddler. Yeah, it will affect you. Well, yeah, you got to get the ball rolling in your states right now to do what Arizona did and Texas mm-hmm. is trying to do to get your the money that you spend on education through your tax dollars toward uh, your own private education purposes mm-hmm. so that you're not, you know, shelling through the nose there uh, to buy textbooks and items for the education of your children. And if you can't homeschool, for sure find out what your kids are being subjected to at school. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe it's great. Maybe you're in a really good school system. <laughs> but if it's not and you go to the school board meeting, the second gentleman wants you to know that you're basically yeah. a Nazi. Yeah, well, you're a hater the, akin to the Holocaust. <laughs> Uh, but if you find that's the case, okay, at least supplement what they're learning by uh, sitting down with them and study the Constitution or the Federalist Papers or the book that Keith recommended. Yeah, I'm going to tweet it out here. Or the 5,000-year leap. Let's oh. go back to an old classic. The 5,000-year leap is one of the greatest things you could have your kids read. Honestly, having your kids read those books is an education in of itself. Mm-hmm. And even if you don't want them reading these books, just put them in a room with no windows and have them stare at a wall all day and less damage will be done to them than if they went to a public school. Original sources. Yes. Original sourced books, preferably prior to 1940, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe even before 1930. Maybe even before 1920. Before Woodrow Wilson. Yeah, before <laughs> before the age of progressivism. Right, right. Which is where all this stuff started started creeping in. I, I, I know I'm the world's biggest nerd, but my favorite book was actually printed in 1888, and it and it's it's very similar to this uh, uh, Founding Fathers Guide to the Constitution in that it's just it's just excerpts from long speeches. In Congress, mm-hmm. and you're like, hmm. you you you've read about big issues that we've had. Maybe in your textbook, it's got like two paragraphs, right? Yeah. Or maybe you've read something about it along the way. No, no, this is in depth, and it just shows you. Oh my gosh, that guy was, yeah, was on fire. I have never heard of this guy. You know, this senator. I know, Nerdville, USA. I got it. And you pretty much can't go wrong with classics. Yeah. You know, I I just I just finished reading, uh, War and Peace for the first time by That's Leo awesome. Tolstoy. Good for you. And what's great about that book, and maybe you can sell your kids on this, is that not only does it tell a story, it's a novel, but there's a ton of real history in it that he shares all throughout the book. It's why it's, you know, 1,400 pages. I know it's a big it's book. A big, massive book. But is it an easy read? Easy it's enough? It's a fairly easy yeah. read. Yeah, oh. I thought so. But definitely worth your time, huh? Yeah. Oh, I think so, yeah. Awesome. I think so. Uh, but the classics are always a good way to go. The classics and original sources. But anyway, please pay attention to what the kids are being subjected to in schools. Critical. I mean, you're going to find there. Maybe your school is fantastic, and that's possible. But maybe there's communists and socialists teaching your kids how great those ideologies are, and that's unacceptable. All right. Tomorrow we got to get into the uh, North Carolina. Eminent domain seizing homes and churches for electric car factories. Oh, no. Oh, my. This is Pat Gray Unleashed.